Welcome to Season 3 of our Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast presented by Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, ag, science, and technology all converge. Kicking off this new season, Season 3, excited to sit down with Beth Bechtel, the President and CEO of Agrinovus Indiana. And Beth, as always, welcome. It's great to see you. Thanks. It's great to be here. We're going to share some (laughs) exciting news uh, for you, and I think uh, by extension, Indiana as well in a moment. But first of all, we're kicking off Season 3, as I said, and so much has changed since Season 1. We could probably do 10 podcasts to go over that. But kind of, if you would, crystallize the change that you have seen in the ag bioscience space here Indiana over the last just the last couple of years. I think one of the things that I would would say is most notable about the last few years is the just recognition and awareness that Hoosiers and also growing people outside of Indiana, mm-hmm. um, the attention that is being placed on Indiana's leadership in food and ag technology and mm-hmm. innovation. And I think this very podcast is just mm-hmm. one of those really valuable tools that we have been able to conceive together here, very creative, that lets us really demonstrate the scope of the leadership here in Indiana and the breadth of the expertise and the innovation that makes up the ag biosciences by telling these stories, Mm -hmm. stories of individual researchers, stories of executives, stories of students. The other thing, Gary, that I think you have, you know, really helped us in conveying as well is the economic development Mm -hmm. business wins Mm -hmm. that we've had in the state of of Indiana around food and agricultural innovation, whether it's company growth, uh, companies that are already here who are continuing to expand, or companies from other parts of the country or even parts of the world that are selecting now Indiana as a destination home for their advancements in ag tech innovation. Mm-hmm. Well, as you look at that and you mentioned companies, Salimph Tech comes to mind from Brazil, uh, putting its global headquarters right. now at, at uh, Purdue in West Lafayette. Companies like Salim Tech, you know, almost without exception, reference Agrinovus and the impact that it has had and continues to have on Indiana as among the reasons that they are fired up about locating here. Yeah, I I think in so many ways, whether we've landed on just the right formula Mm -hmm. of having all the right foundational assets here in Indiana, whether it's the other parts of the private sector, the actual innovation research that happens at universities and colleges, the actual talent pipeline, um, the available staff and and employee base that companies are are looking for in this innovation space. We've talked numerous times about how much that has changed, Mm -hmm. um, that now these are companies that need very skilled tech, IT, Mm -hmm. informatics, data-driven talent. And we have that in surplus Mm -hmm. here in Indiana, at least in surplus to be able to support these types of growth stage companies that are looking for that type of skill. But no, you put those pieces on top of of, I think, the power of this advocacy, collaboration, support the team mm-hmm. type of mentality and culture that I think Agronovis, along with Governor Holcomb and IEDC and our industry partners, everybody working together in concert to really sort of rally around and support a company mm-hmm. like a Solinf Tech or an Inari or a mm-hmm. Cormo or, you know, mm-hmm. pick any number of them that, that have uh, chosen Indiana as a home in recent years. That's, I think, a bit of the distinguishing 
teaching magic. Mm-hmm. And I hope that that's something we can maintain. Has a big part of your job and the job at Agrinovas been awareness? Uh, you know, the assets, uh, many of them ha- have been here for a long time. And mm-hmm. Hoosiers, you know, we're, <laughs> we're typically, you know, close to the best. We don't brag about ourselves. Right. But, but you look at what's here from an academic standpoint, a, a business standpoint, the private sector support. Yeah. It's all here. And when people see it, they go, aha, yeah. we, we've got something here. I, I love it when the governor or any of our other state officials pull out the we're done being modest mm-hmm. line. Um, we're going to take some credit for that here at, at Agronovis. It's obviously a fairly usable descriptor for a lot of things that go on here in Indiana. But I think when it came to agriculture, we realized that we had very well told our very traditional, what I'll say, I-State story. Mm-hmm. I-State as in, you know mm-hmm. it well, Indiana, Illinois, mm-hmm. Iowa. And it was almost always a measure of how many acres of corn, soybeans, or number of hogs you had. That was just sort of the production agriculture label. That, that people associated with that. Well, we're adding we're an innovation state and telling an innovation story sometimes isn't quite as easy or clear cut. You don't necessarily have data sets and a census to pull from and those dashboard style statistics that just people want to be able to drop at a hat and move on. And again, I come back to even this podcast. You have to, you have to take time to tell this story and really get into it deep and hear the individual voice voices and understand the diversity and the scope of what this really broad space is. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things I'm most proud of mm-hmm. Agronovis's contribution to Indiana food and agriculture. Beth, at the end of uh, 2019, you shared some uh, some pretty cool news. Uh, a little bit bittersweet for, <laughs> for many of us uh, <laughs> as well. But uh, share uh, with us uh, an exciting position that you've been appointed <clears throat> to, uh, really a, a, a global position that is an an amazing opportunity for you. And I think by extension, Indiana tends to benefit or stands to benefit from that as well. Yeah, so uh, I will be heading over to Rome uh, in early March and will be taking on the role of Deputy Director General of the Food and Agriculture Organization, the FAO, of the United Nations. Um, The FAO is uh, one of the UN's largest sub-agencies headquartered in Rome, um, over 11,000 people uh, in 130 countries with a $2.8 billion budget and 197 member countries who all participate in the Mm -hmm. FAO's work to ultimately, um, related to food and agriculture, as the name suggests, really work to create a world free of hunger and Mm -hmm. malnutrition. So Mm -hmm. an incredibly global priority and one that innovation uh, and technology Mm -hmm. and science and research are going to have to be fully employed mm-hmm. to be able to actually work to achieve that. It certainly is uh, makes a statement about your capabilities and abilities, but uh, but also, as we have talked before, the organization has been very impressed yeah. with what's going on in Indiana and, <laughs> and asked a lot of questions yeah. about that, right? Yeah, so I'll just share in one, one of my very first interviews, um, the director general, who I will report to, the individual who leads the FAO, he's 
from China and was elected into his role in, in August. When my name got put forward to him, he does human nature what we all do when a name comes up mm-hmm. that we want to find out a little bit more. He A, goes to LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and B, he Googles me. Right. And so he typed in Elizabeth Bechtel into uh, the Google search engine, and up came first line, first hit, a podcast recording with me inside the FFA Blue Room. And he had number of questions mm-hmm. about what's the Blue Room? How did that come together? Why are you prioritizing talent? How did you come up with this idea to focus on innovation for especially a high school oriented mm-hmm. audience? Yeah. And then from there just came many more questions from many more people throughout the organization about what I would call the Agronovus in the Indiana playbook mm-hmm. on how are we advancing innovation and technology very broadly defined Mm -hmm. in Indiana? And can that, in many ways, be transferred Mm -hmm. or transitioned, in a sense, to a global stage? Mm -hmm. And um, I'm pretty optimistic that when you really think about these bigger challenges that the entire world faces, Mm -hmm. solutions around technology, telling the story, focusing on next generation talent, and also early stage companies and entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. that should be applicable outside of Indiana and in every part of the world. Yeah, you really believe Indiana can be a key player in this this whole this this feeding the world. I do. Equation. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. you know, we're we're in a we're in a very, you know, sort of catbird seat in some ways when it comes to that leadership because of what we actually do have here as Mm -hmm. our ag bioscience assets. Um, We're also very fortunate that we have some other fellow Hoosiers in some very strategic roles Mm -hmm. um, in this same kind of field and in this process. Um, Kip Tom, Mm -hmm. an Indiana farmer, serves as ambassador to this very United Nations agency that I'll Mm -hmm. be working for. um, And so is very passionate about the U.S. position, the global position, and obviously Indiana as Mm -hmm. home, our leadership. Mm -hmm. And Ted McKinney, Kinney as well, serves as an undersecretary for all things trade and international at the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, both of them have served on the Agronovus mm-hmm. Board of Directors, yeah. which means that our collegiality and our ability to work together and our shared interest in innovation mm-hmm. and pride in all things Indiana um, is just going to be magnified uh, yeah. here very soon. Well, Beth Agronovis has certainly built a strong network of supporters and partners. How, how do you think that can or will uh, help in the transition to a new a new CEO, your replacement? Yeah, so I am incredibly optimistic and bullish about the next chapter for, mm-hmm. for Agronovis. Um, it is not without a lot of personal heartache. I would even go so far as to say that the concept of not being a part of this organization mm-hmm. and its continued growth and evolution. But when I step back and I see even after my announcement to our staff, to our board and its leadership, to even other partners here in Indiana and and, um, stakeholders, there there is a real commitment to that continuity of Agronovus leadership, continuing the vision, continuing the programming, continuing Mm -hmm. the investment and the financial support, um, and the board leadership that is right now beginning the process of doing Mm -hmm. a national search for 
for the next CEO. Um, I think we all have some, you know, hopes that there's a really energetic Hoosier, for example, that might surface. But it's an opportunity, given our work, to really look around the country and see what next uh, great leader can come into that role. And that person is going to have a tremendous amount of support um, and collegiality to come alongside them. Beth Bechtel is the president and CEO of Agrinovis Indiana. Beth, uh, thanks for being here, but uh, moreover, thanks for your great work. Thank uh, you. It's been great working with you, uh, and I, I totally anticipate we'll continue to work together from much further away, uh, perhaps, but you've done an amazing job yeah. with the organization and advancing the egg bioscience space, and I think the best is yet to come for Agrinovis and also for you, too. Well, thank you. I think we need to do a podcast in Rome, so I like that. let's get that on, on location. the schedule. Joe, on location. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Fabulous. Thank All you right, very Beth, much, Gary. You bet. Thank you, Beth. This weekly podcast, Ag Plus Bio Plus Science, is a podcast, a weekly production partnership between Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And you can keep up to date with Agrinovis by following Agrinovis on Twitter and Instagram at AgrinovisIN. You can also find Agrinovis on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can share ag bioscience stories like this with more more and more people. Thanks for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.